Art is more than just a composition of beautiful colors and carefully placed brushstrokes. When we can think about it more expansively, that is. Welcome to the Art of Podcast, a show that unveils the masterpiece resulting from you taking your healing into your own hands. I'm your host, Leah Fisher, a trauma survivor turned multi-awarded reflectionist artist with a master's degree in counseling. My highest intention is to create a community for self-healers. Together, we'll unlock your own creative capacity to design a life of holistic wellness and embrace the healing journey, one step at a time. You are listening to The Art of Podcast, and this is episode number 16. Hi, you guys. Welcome back to The Art of Podcast. I'm Leah Fisher. I am your host, and I am just full of gratitude today because I am able to show up here and talk at you and pontificate on my deep thoughts. <laughs> I don't know if I ever really thought anyone would be interested. There's a lot of chatter going on in there a lot of the times, but you know, it makes me feel connected to you and I just really like doing it. So thank you for giving me the time to talk to you because I know there's a lot of information out there and a lot of conversations being had. And so thank you for showing up here today with me. So I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about today and what I wanted to examine. And what I've really been thinking about a lot is creative energy, because you guys know that I'm part of a gallery in Dallas, Texas, Samuel and Galleries. And I have actually been working at a space at downtown Dallas where we have a satellite space and I've been kind of uh, working a little bit of sales and surrounded by these incredible artists, uh, Tyler Shields, Punkney Tinder, David Yarrow, J.D. Miller, John Henry, these people who, Matisse Attash, these are some of the artists that we represent. And I am sitting there all day. It's pretty quiet. People are walking in and out, but I'm really looking at this art and thinking about the creative process and the mental gymnastics that creatives go through to produce such art. And these are these are the greats, right? These are some of the best people in the world. And it really is just phenomenal what we are capable of when we allow our minds and our bodies and our energy to play a little bit to see what can we create? What can we produce? What can we put out into the world? And I've just been in a little bit of awe over the last few days looking at some of the work that the gallery is able to represent. So I thought I might talk to you guys about creative energy today because it's one of my favorite topics, obviously. This podcast is about creative energy and healing and the relationship between the two. But I thought maybe just finding creativity and looking at it from some different ways and how it shows up in my life and how it might show up in your life. I thought that might be interesting. So I thought I'd start with a definition and this is just Webster's and this is the use of imagination or original ideas. That's how they define creativity. And I love that it doesn't necessarily single out that it has to be in any kind of medium or art because it's literally something that hasn't been thought of before. 
It's this creation in your mind and you imagine it into being. We did this a lot when we were kids, make up stories and scenarios and kids daydream and they come up with these crazy, brilliant ideas. And for some reason, our society doesn't value it all the time. We kind of sometimes encourage our kids to fit inside a box. Don't be so rowdy. Don't be so weird. (laughs) Don't be so loud. Tone it down. And I think that we get a little conditioned to not trust our impulse to really lean into our brain, constructing ideas and bringing them to some kind of life. And I hear people say all the time, I'm just not creative. I'm just not creative. And it's kind of sad because for me, we are all creatives. That's what we are as humans. It is our nature to go in this world and to create our own individual existence. And if there's any proof in the world, every single person's life looks completely different. There are not two people who are on the same life path that that are identical, right? I think where people get hung up is that when you think of a creative, that they're creating a painting or a song or they're acting or maybe they're doing pottery. It's kind of like a art project or a photograph or something like that or singing or whatever it is. But I, I just want to challenge you in that a little bit because we're all creating something special in our life. You know, whatever you're doing, you're the only one that's doing it that way. If that's not creativity, I really don't know what it is. I mean, so I can paint a painting, right? Okay, I can do that. That's great. I love that. I love painting. But you know what I can't do? I can't do gardening. (laughs) I might learn how to do gardening and I'm attempting to do it. But I don't think that... Anyone would uh, say that I am this master gardener, especially looking at my flower beds right now, you know, and it's something that I would love to explore, but I'm going to have to practice that. But the point is, is that if I go out there and I make some kind of a plan and attempt to put my hands in the dirt and put some things in it and try to make it grow, look, it may not be that beautiful, but, and I might have created something who knows, just not appealing and my neighbors might hate me. I don't know. But did I create that messy masterpiece? Yeah, I did. Right. And then there's everything that we do. I mean, cooking, parenting, how much, I'm not a parent, but I've seen my friends that are parents. You have to get really creative to deal with these little humans, right? They stretch the bounds of life and the way that you have to fit into it. And They have a very fresh perspective and you have to change who you are a little bit to fit into their world. So you have to get creative with your energy and your time and your attention. And another way that I see creative pursuits happening all the time is in business, which is not the sexy creativity that one might assume what creativity is, but I've seen brilliant business people create wonderful, productive, useful, brilliant businesses that sustain their families and, and add to the economic situation. And no one does that the same either. You know, there are people really good at it who think outside the box and who really bring a fresh new energy to a situation and think of ways to do certain things that have always been done the same 
throughout the history of a business and it takes a game changer to come in there and change the perspective and to ah, do something that's a little wild and it can make all the difference in business. Is that not creativity? I mean, I would love to have a little bit more of that in my life. And what about social media? I see people who are on social media that look at their page and are like, oh, that's so cool. I mean, that takes energy and timing and planning and an eye and a technical skill. Is that so much different than writing a song or painting a painting? I really don't think it is. So the fact is, is that we are all creating on some level, right? And I think where we get a little down on ourselves and and tend to not give ourselves credit is that if our life looks different than we want it to, you know, we're not producing the results that we want. We start to say, I'm not in control of this. I, I don't like this. Well, let me tell you this. I, sometimes when I'm painting, I feel that exact same thing. I'm like, I, I hate this painting. <laughs> and I, you know, I even start to question myself. Oh, do I have any talent? Am I any good? Can I really do this? Maybe I've used up all my tokens for good paintings. And I think we do that on a larger scale with our lives. But just like when we're creating something, what you have to do is you have to really get clear about your intention, about what you want, about what you want to create and put your focus on that. And listen, are you going to succeed and have a masterpiece every time that you do something? Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think that every time we try something new that it's amazing. <laughs> at least not in my life. I'm looking at my yard. It's definitely not amazing. But my my mentor, J.D. Miller, what he would say to me is it's all about practice. It's all about practice. It's about failing sometimes, sometimes a lot of times, but you learn every time that you do something. So it's all about the effort and the focus. And if you're lucky, you might have some talent, but a lot of things are learned, you know? Um, I think some people are blessed with certain talents. I think some people have beautiful singing voices and have an eye for color and composition. But to a certain extent, practice can make up for a lot of that. And I think that's valuable. So the question I want to propose to you today is, what do you want to be creative about in your life? When you sit there and you ask yourself, what do I really want to be doing? What is, when, when you say, I want to create something and you know what the answer is. It's in like the, the pit of your stomach. And what will generally happen is your mind, this conditioned mind saying you need to just show up and be productive and you have responsibilities and you don't have enough time. What is your gut telling you that you want to do? Is it, I want to start a jewelry line. And then your mind goes, oh, you don't have time for that. And you really suck at that. And maybe you tried that four years ago and it failed miserably. You know, your mind will start to talk you out of it. And I just want to encourage you to say, you know what, busy mind, thank you for policing me. Thank you for reminding me, but I might want to try this again. And you know what I'm going to do this time? I'm going to 
let go of the expectation that it has to be perfect and it has to be good. (laughs) Because I think when it comes to creativity, when we make something, we want it to be really good. We want to like it and then we want to show it to the people in our lives and we want them to be impressed, right? But maybe if we're not as good as we could be one day, we're afraid of the opinions of other people about what other people are going to think about us, if they're going to judge us, if they're going to think it's stupid. I think that that's a very normal reaction. But what I, 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 you know, I really want to bring home the fact that your self-worth and your creative worth is not something that is, is valued by what other people think. Because I'll tell you this, as doing creative pursuits as my profession, there are some people that really like my work. And there are some other people who do not like it. They just don't like it. And what's really funny is through my career, people have been very vocal about this too. You know, we'll be at the gallery at a show and someone will say, I, I really hate this painting. I don't know what you're doing with the color and I don't, I don't get it. And, and they'll say, but I really love this one, you know, and it used to really kind of hit me in my, in my solar plexus, just like, oh, you know, man, they don't like it. But what I've realized is that that's not exactly what's important. What is important is that I like it and then it resonates with me and that I really love it because as a professional artist, I can't please everyone all the time. I don't know that there's an artist on this planet that everybody gets that everyone loves. I mean, if you know, some people look at Picasso and say, yeah, that's, that's easy. Or, oh my gosh, this is a really good one. What about Jackson Pollock? I mean, you know, the splatter paint, it's very abstract. He was the, one of the first of the abstract expressionists and it looks like someone threw paint all over a canvas. And a lot of observers will say, oh, I could have done that and I can do that. And that's not that great. And I don't get it, you know, but there are people throughout history that have really gotten his energy and see the beauty in what he does. But if he was doing it for the applause and the accolades and to get some inkling of self-worth and didn't follow his own North Compass, he probably wouldn't have never uh, created the work that he did, right? So what I will say about the great creatives is that they tune into themselves and they authentically follow their intuition and they practice and they strive because it's what they want to do. It is their passion. It is their fun. It's what lights them up from the inside. And I think that that is a lot of what we are missing in our world today. You know, I, I look at some people and they're just missing the joy and the light behind their eyes because they're so bogged down in all the things that they don't really want to be doing. They're not living up to their full potential. They're too scared to because maybe they failed in the past or they just don't think that they have it in them. And I don't know if you're one of those people. I just hope that hearing my voice and maybe me giving you the permission to try again and do it for yourself, I hope that you try it at least one more time. 
at least a small step. And look, I, I get it, you know, creatively doing something in your life. It, it takes this, uh, this amount of vulnerability that can be very hard to face. It can be hard on what you were thinking you were doing with your life and creating something that everyone might not get. But, you know, try your creative pursuit and maybe it's painting, maybe it's drawing. Go in with the beginner's mind and the and the attitude of a child that's doing something just for the pure joy of doing it. See how it feels. Try it on. And maybe it'll bring a little spark back to your life that you hadn't really had in a while. So sit down and do something that you're passionate about and come at it with a beginner's mind and a child's curiosity and don't put so much attachment on the outcome. And I think the goal should be to feel the spark of passion, something that lights you up and brings some joy to your life. And then do it. Do it when you can. I know that time is a big challenge for a lot of people, but what I see is that we have time to watch TV and we have time to complain about our lives and we have time to feel bad but take some of that time and and do a little something to express yourself from the inside out and see if it doesn't add something to your life. And don't be so perfectionistic about it. When we are so perfectionistic, when we procrastinate, that is just that's fear. That is our mind just telling us we can't do it and it's not going to be good and by proxy we're not good. And it will kind of make us feel like we're not worthy and we suck and all that stuff. That is all just lies. That's all just conditioning and lies. Because when we pursue our creative juices, that in itself is worth the time. That is leaning into our humanity and to our true essence. And it's practice. It's practice. Every time that we do something we haven't done before, and do it over and over again, we're going to get a little bit better. And it may take some time. It may not ever be in a museum. It may never ever get played on the radio. But what's going to happen is you're going to feel good. And when you feel good, life starts to change. It starts to look a little different. And that's all we kind of want, right? We kind of want a little bit more sparkle and joy in our life and creativity is a direct line to that so I would love for you guys to lean into that because creativity is our our born right it is who we are as human beings we're doing it all the time it is what we are it is what we are we were created we create and it's part of the natural flow and the energy of of our existence and so we need to participate in that and when we're in that space and we're creating and we're creative you know what happens too we start to connect with other people because we're living in our truth and we're living in our joy and people see that people see that and you know like you can share what you're creating with other people especially other creatives because they get it 
they get that it's not going to be the perfect thing every single time, but the effort and the process and the journey is what it's all about. So I know that every single one of you is capable of this. I know everyone has something in their soul that they really want to bring to this world. And I would just love it if you would just do that because, uh, I have to tell you, it is, it has really been such a bright spot in my life. And, you know, I've, I've tried different things. I mean, this podcast is new for me. Do you think I came in here with like a degree and broadcasting and voice lessons and all that? Hell no. (laughs) I do a lot of editing on this podcast. I'm like skipping around. I've had to stop five or six times in this podcast and gather my thoughts and, you know, I mean, like try to sound like a coherent podcaster professional. (laughs) I mean, you know, that's the beauty about podcasting. You can kind of make it sound a little bit how you want to. And that's good. And you can do that with paintings too. (laughs) And I have other creative pursuits that I really want to start diving into. And I'm going to be a little bit vulnerable with you guys today. Um, I can't believe I'm actually about to say this, but I really, really want to start singing. And I've, I've sung before in front of people and I have a few songs that are in my range that I practiced a lot and I can, I can do it, but I'm by far not a performer and my, you know, singing takes practice. It's a muscle. You have to do it. So I've been saying for a long time that I'm going to take some singing lessons. I have a good friend who's a, who teaches singing and I, I've been like, you know, threatening to call him. So now that I put that out into the podverse universe, the podverse, I don't don't know if that's a word. I think I just coined it. Maybe. I don't know. Um, I'm just going to call him because I have a feeling that you guys are going to hold my feet to that fire. And I can't ask you to do something that I'm not willing to do. Now, am I scared? Yeah because I don't want to be embarrassed and I want to do it perfectly. And I want to, you know, be great at it. My first time out of the shoot, but am I going to be? No, but do I want to do it? Yeah. I've been thinking about it for a long, long time. So I'm putting that out there to you guys. And if you will take a little risk and be a little vulnerable, I'll do the same. And then, uh, we can just go on this trip together. And I think, uh, I don't know. It'll be fun. And I really like fun in my life. I like to do things that are cool and to be excited by and be passionate about. And what else is there really? Do we want to sit around and be miserable? No. So we need to listen to our inner voice and let it come through and let it manifest in our existence because that's what we're here to do, you guys, and share it with each other. So... Okay, so my resource for today, I'm going to give you a couple of them. One of them is a podcast by Liz Gilbert. I don't know if you guys have read Eat, Pray, Love, which is one of my favorite books. I love listening to it on the audiobook because she narrates it and her voice is absolutely mesmerizing. I've listened to it so many times. It's embarrassing, but I love that book. But she has a podcast called Big Magic and she talks to other creatives and talks to them about their fear and their apprehensions and the emotional abuse that we that we inflict on ourselves and it really 
humanizes the fact that we all have the same insecurities about our creative energy and what we're putting out in the world. So she is a brilliant writer. She's a great podcaster. And this podcast really will make you feel a little bit better and let you know that you are not terminally unique in in these self-limiting beliefs around your creativity. So I will link that in the show notes. And then also there is a book called The Artist Way and it definitely goes in depth in the first couple of chapters about you don't have to be a visual artist or performing artist to be a creative, to be an artist. You are the artist and the architect of your own life. And it gives you this really detailed plan and really sucks out the creative juices from you and really gives you a lot of material about how to cultivate the creative energy. And I'll be really honest with you guys. They, there are these things called morning pages that you sit down and write every morning and I've never actually gotten past that section. <laughs> so I need to really revisit that book. I've, I've started it a couple of times, but it just probably wasn't the time in my life to be doing it. I think that I was dealing with some other things, you know, but I will link those two things in the show notes. And, you know, I think that we all have struggles. We all have obstacles about reasons why we're not creative. We have a lot of things that are unhealed and, and unaddressed in our life. But sometimes creativity can bring that out in us and help us heal. So it's all a journey, you guys. And I am so here showing up with you guys. I'm suiting up and showing up and... I am committed to this path of, of self-discovery and expression, and I hope that you'll kind of join me on that because uh, it's brought a lot of joy to me, and I want to share that with you. So again, thank you for letting me be here. Thank you for downloading my podcast, you know, all the people that have given me reviews and five stars and all that stuff. I mean, people are listening and I think that we are connecting as a community and this is just kind of one of the coolest things I've ever done. So thank you so much for being here and I will see you next week.